In the first episode of Maximize Youth Ministry, we talked about putting first things first and making sure that Christ is the first priority. Our own relationship with Christ comes before anything, even our own ministries, because if that is not our first priority, everything else is going to fall apart. Well, in today's episode, I want to talk about putting second things second. Most of us have a family. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're single, no kids, which is fine. Definitely doesn't hinder your ability to do ministry. But today's episode is for those of us who are married, maybe some of us who have kids, and trying to juggle that and balance it out with the rest of our lives, with our, our ministry, what we spend all of our time doing. My name is Michael Collins. I'm the host of the Maximize Youth Ministry podcast. We're here to help you build confidence and skill as a youth minister, youth teacher, youth pastor, whatever your job title may be. We're hoping by the end of this episode today, you feel better equipped to handle the problems that get thrown at you. So let's get into it. Now, your family. Your family is more important than your ministry. Uh, if you're weren't it, if that wasn't clear to you already, let me make it clear to you right now. Your family is your first ministry. Your ministry to your family is more important than your ministry to the youth in your youth group or your camp or your school or wherever it is that you work. Your family has to come first. And I think that's something that we probably all know, but maybe it can be hard to implement sometimes, especially when things get crazy in our youth ministries. Things can feel overwhelming. There's a million things to do and not enough time, and some things are going to fall by the wayside. And We have to make sure that our family is not one of those things. Let's talk about marriage first, because there's more of you listening that are married than there are that have kids, probably. The Bible tells us that when we get married, we become one flesh. Man and woman come together and become one flesh. And if you are not living in unity with the other half of yourself, if you're not making them a priority, then you're not going to be operating to your fullest capacity. You're not going to be as effective as a youth minister as you would be if you were living in unity with the other half of yourself. Next week, we have an episode coming out about burnout and... This kind of goes hand in hand with that to me, because you're if you get burnt out, you're not operating at the fullest capacity. And it's going to be the same if you're not living in unity, not living at peace um, in harmony with your spouse and with your other half of yourself. If you're not taking time to pour into that relationship, then that's going to hurt you. That's going to come back and negatively impact your ability to minister to the kids in your youth ministry. So it might feel you know, because we are so passionate about our youth ministries, about these kids, we can feel bad taking any time away from them. And sometimes our families can can suffer from that. We have to be on guard against it. You know, thinking that, well, I, I'm, I'm just never going to, that would never happen to me, or I would never let that happen, lowers our guard. And that makes us more likely to take that time from our families that we, and do the things that we said we would never do when we th- have this attitude of, well, I'm never going to do that. That actually opens us up to doing that very thing because we're not guarding ourselves against it. We have to be vigilant and looking at the time that we're spending and looking at our families and making sure that they are more important to us and they are being treated as a priority over our ministry. You've probably heard the story of the two woodcutters in the forest. These two two loggers go out every day and work eight hours a day. And one of them goes 
and disappears for an hour a day, every day. But the other one works through that hour. But the one who disappears always ends up cutting more wood than the one who works straight through. And finally, the one who works straight through one day gets fed up and he says, what, where are you going? Why are you leaving for an hour? And how are you always able to cut more wood than me, even though I work longer than you do? And the one who disappeared says, well, I'm going to sharpen my axe, right? He's figured out what's more important. He's taking time away from his work to make himself more effective at his job. And... I've already recorded next week's episode on burnout, but I'm thinking I should have told that story in that episode instead. But hopefully you'll listen to both and and draw the connections. But, you know, it can feel like we need to when there's when there's so much happening at our jobs, in our ministries, feel like we need to prioritize them so that we can get stuff done so that we can then when we finish everything, have time for our families. But that's backwards. Because if we try to just push through and we don't take the time to spend with our families and, and, and with our relationship with Christ, just like we talked about in the first episode, if we don't take that time away from our ministry to do things that are more important, uh, then it's going to not only is it going to strongly negatively affect us and our family, uh, but it's going to negatively affect our ministry as well. And the kids that we're trying to minister to will be getting less than they deserve from us because we're not taking that time to do the things that are more important. We have to put Christ, we have to put our own relationship with Christ and our relationship with our family before our ministry, because if we don't, then we're not going to have a good relationship with Christ, we're not going to have a good relationship with our family, and we're not going to be as good at our ministry as we would be if we put those other two things first right? Putting your family before your ministry does not take away anything from your ministry. It actually adds to it. It can be tough to do sometimes because things get crazy. We feel like we get overwhelmed or we feel like we just need to work, 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 work to get through it. But that's not the case. We have to be intentional. It takes more discipline in those times. But if we want our ministry to get better, if we want to be able to handle these problems the best way we possibly can, we have to put our family before our ministry. And I think it's especially important to make sure that we are paying close attention to our priorities and how we're spending our time when we have kids. Because if we're married, Oftentimes, our spouse can tell us if we're not spending the right amount of time with focusing on the family or if we are, if they are feeling neglected or left behind. But the kids won't. They don't know, they don't know how to express that very often. So it's up to us to be the ones to pay attention and to notice if we're starting to slip up, if we're starting to put our ministry over our family, if we're starting to spend more time with the kids in our youth ministry than we are with our own children, then something's gone wrong. It can be hard. You know, I, my, my father was in youth ministry. He's the one who, who taught me most of what I know about youth ministry. When I was a year old, he took a job as the program director for the summer camp that I served as program director for, for the previous four years. And so I grew up, we lived on the property of this camp and uh, so I was constantly around the other kids and see, I was with my dad at work all the time. And 
in the summer especially, he was incredibly busy. He was busy all all year round, but in the summer especially, he was incredibly busy. And he was very careful to make sure that I never felt like the kids, the campers that were at camp that week or any week were more important to him than I was. And I know... I knew they were important and I knew he loved them and I was am- amazing for me to be able to see my dad working in ministry but it would have been very easy with how busy the schedule was for him to kind of for him to forget about me and my sister for the 6 weeks that we had campers at camp but he didn't he was busy he was out on camp all day thankfully i was able to be out all day as well but i never felt like he the campers at camp are more important to dad than i am and i think that's what we have to try and achieve in youth ministries we don't want if we have kids we don't want our kids to ever think that the kids that dad is ministering to are more important to him than I am. We want to help com- try and communicate to our kids the importance of our work so that they can get excited about it with us, especially as they get older. Now, here's the thing, guys. I can't give you a list of tips or tricks that if you if you do these three things, you're guaranteed not to put your family before your ministry because I don't know the details of your family. I don't know the details of your ministry. So I can't tell you exactly what to do, but I can tell you that it's just about your heart. If you make an effort every day to be honest with yourself and ask yourself what, what is your first priority, which again should be your relationship with Christ, but where does your ministry fall in relation to your family and work on it and and just have an honest look at yourself, sit down, spend time talking to God, pray and ask him for help and make sure just spend time thinking about your life, analyzing it, analyzing your your own heart and your own priorities and making sure that you haven't gotten off in some way. It's really it's about your heart more than more than your actions. If you get your heart in order, then your actions are going to be fine. I hope that this has been helpful to you. If you want to follow more about Maximize Youth Ministry, get in contact with me, see what else we have to offer, please go to MaximizeYouthMinistry.com, and I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed that episode. At the time of recording this, we have five reviews on Apple Podcasts and four on Spotify. I would love it if you could go and increase that number by one. It'd mean a lot to me and let me know that you are out there, you're listening, and you're enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening.